WBEZ Features is supported by Adler University, educating students to advance socially responsible practice, healthy communities, and a more just society. With degrees in psychology, counseling, public policy, and leadership. Adler.edu. Douglas Park is now home to three of Chicago's biggest music festivals. As a result, residents won't have access to the park for 47 days this year. That's because the Park District allows festival organizers to keep areas of the park fenced off before and after the events to set up massive stages and then to break them down. The festivals have displaced soccer players and vendors and damaged the park. The festivals are also disruptive for two nearby safety net hospitals. WBEZ's Maria Inez Zamudio investigates what happens when a public park becomes a concert venue and who gets to decide. On a hot Sunday morning, a group of Latinos are playing a friendly soccer match at Douglas Park in Chicago's North Lawndale neighborhood. The men play with intensity as supporters watch from the sidelines. The match is part of the Douglas Park Adult Soccer League. In 2015, Riot Fest was moved to Douglas Park. Players said shortly after the festival arrived, two soccer fields were removed. Over the years, soccer players have lost even more access to the park. This year, the park was fenced off for two weeks in June for Summer Smash and two weeks in July for Heat Wave. It will be fenced off again for more than two weeks in September for Riot Fest. Oscar Trujillo runs the league. Trujillo rented three soccer fields but often can't access them. Trujillo says that when he doesn't have access to the fields he rented, games are moved to Washington Park on Chicago's South Side. Promoters don't care we paid, he said. They just block it and leave us to figure it out. A children's soccer league serving hundreds of students was canceled last year. Trujillo said some parents told him they didn't want to rent a soccer field that's often blocked. During each day of the music festivals, tens of thousands of spectators from across the city and even other states descend on this historically disinvested and over-policed community. Overall, most of the attendees are young and white and unaware that their presence overwhelms public transportation and tests the limits of two hospitals nearby. Many leave trash around the park. Some even pee in the yards of neighborhood residents and in the alleys. On a sunny Saturday afternoon in June, waves of Summer Smash Festival attendees cross the street, ignoring an ambulance trying to get through. Other ambulances swerve around the traffic along California Avenue, video show. St. Anthony sits immediately south of Douglas Park. Mount Sinai Hospital is due east of the park. A St. Anthony emergency room nurse, who asked to remain anonymous for fear of retaliation, said festivals are creating serious problems for the hospitals. Some people don't respect um, the fact that there's two hospitals crucial to that area of Chicago, Sinai and then St. Anthony, on either side of the park. And um, it can really make it difficult, not just for employees to get there, but even for emergency services to get through. She said festivals also bring more visitors to her ER. Last year, Summer Smash was busy. The ER was packed. I mean, there was just people lining the hallways. That causes difficulty for the other community members who are used to accessing their health care at St. Anthony. It kind of takes beds away from those patients. And it's 
it's just, you know, it's during COVID especially. The nurse is also concerned about the loud music and its impact on recovering patients. She often hands out earplugs. Mount Sinai also saw an increase in the number of patients visiting their ER during the weekend music festivals. State records show the Level 1 Trauma Center was placed temporarily unbypassed at least four times during weekend festivals since 2018. During those times, the ER was so busy that ambulances had to be diverted to other hospitals. Community opposition has been growing over the years. Residents say it's been difficult to get elected officials to listen to them. What are we to do? What are we to do? When we're never at the table, but we're always on the menu. That's Susan Mullen during the Chicago Park District's May board meeting. She attends the meetings regularly to voice her concerns about the music festivals in the park. And you don't seem to hear us, though we sing and shout. She thought singing her complaints might help her deliver a message. You take away the park from the kids now that they're out of school. For years, community groups have lobbied Alderman George Gardenas to evict the music festivals from the park. Despite the community concerns, Gardenas has written letters of support for all three festivals. The Chicago Park District considers such letters when deciding whether to allow private groups temporary access to public parks. In his support letter for Heat Wave on May 25th, Cardenas wrote, quote, We are excited to welcome this new festival into the neighborhood and believe that it will bring great opportunities. That same day, the applicant wanting permission to host Heatwave made a $1,000 donation to Cardenas' political campaign. That wasn't the first time. Since 2021, Heatwave promoters have given Cardenas an additional $5,500 in campaign contributions, records show. Alderman Cardenas said one had nothing to do with the other. Honestly, obviously there's pieces of policy making. There's also fundraising, which are separate and are run separately by different folks that organize these two things. And I will look into that in terms of what has been donated by who and will make appropriate decisions on what comes next. I can tell you that at no point is, is one after the other. I support them because of there's a benefit to it, economic impact. Altogether... Summer Smash and Riot Fest promoters have donated at least $38,000 to Cardenas since 2016. Cardenas has also received tens of thousands of dollars in donations from a political committee that's controlled by a registered lobbyist for those festivals, according to campaign disclosure documents. Heatwave Festival promoters did not respond to multiple requests for comment. In June... Cardenas posted on social media that he rejected a proposal to bring a Latin music festival to McKinley Park. The reason? His constituents in the neighborhood didn't want it. In his post, he thanked the community for the feedback. I was definitely not shocked that Alderman Cardenas gave McKinley Park a voice in what happens in their neighborhood park and has completely ignored our voices in Lawndale. Community organizer Sarah Heyman has been fighting against music festivals in Douglas Park for years. She's requested to meet with the alderman multiple times, but he hasn't responded. She even mailed Gardenas a certified letter along with a list of complaints and notes from community meetings. It made me wonder why the city and park district doesn't have a process for community input. Heyman says residents demand a process for their concerns to be heard. 
because the lack of response to their calls, letters, and protest is deafening. Marina Samudio, WBEC News.